to WBNG Ed Talks, a simple discussion about sometimes complex military education benefits. I'm Dr. Sherry Schaefer, Education Services Officer for the West Virginia National Guard. Today's show is part two of our series about R&R, that's recruiting and retention. And on this show, we will discuss education benefits with the West Virginia Air National Guard. Joining me today is Master Sergeant Trina Clark and Tech Sergeant Derek Tolliver. And I stumbled over your name, but that's okay. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> that's fine. Hey. Thank you. Welcome. So tell me a little bit about yourselves, like each of you take turns or something, and how you came to work in recruiting and retention with the Air National Guard. So I'm Master Sergeant Trina Clark. I've been in the Air National Guard for 17 years now, and I have been in a couple of different jobs over the years, mostly as a traditional, which was just the one week in a month and was looking to become full-time and do something that I felt passionate about. And so when I saw the posting for a retention officer, I decided to go ahead and apply for that. And so that's how I became what I am today. Cool. And you? I'm Technical Sergeant Derek Tolliver. I've been in the uh, under the Air Force component for 15 years now. Uh, I did 10 years active duty service, and I've been in the Guard for five years. Uh, I fell in love with recruiting um, about 10 years ago when I uh, visited some high schools with some uh, buddies of mine that were recruiters. And uh, I knew that that was a goal at some point in my career. I, I needed to check that box. And um, I finally got the opportunity here and uh, recruiting in the southern part of West Virginia in my hometown. It's uh, It's been a dream come true for me. That sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Love it. So when you meet with young people thinking about joining the Air National Guard, what do these potential recruits value in terms of their education goals? What are they telling you? What I hear mostly is um, they want the uh, tuition assistance. Um, mainly they want to go to school. They want to be full-time students, uh, and they need a way to do that uh, without the financial burden. Uh, tuition assistance will provide that for them and make their life a lot easier so they can focus on their education and not have to worry about the uh, financial stress. So have you noticed any different priorities with those coming from prior service? Maybe like yourself, you said you were prior service, right? Correct. Um, I do notice through my experiences that there have been a few differences, uh, mainly our young men and women that come into the guard that are looking for school. Um, that's, you know, that's their main priority. Uh, our prior service members, they just want to continue their career. Um, some are looking to get into uh, some form of education and uh, get those education benefits, but mainly the prior service want to uh, continue their career and, um, you know, continue the journey. And a lot of times what I see is that they're looking to finalize their Community College of the Air Force, their CCAF degree, and so the tuition assistance is a big piece of getting those classes paid for as well. Right. So we can do that with our state tuition assistance. But, you know, one of the beautiful things is, is if a prior service person does come on board and we haven't paid for something, say a bachelor's or a master's, and they want to pick, some, pick up something else, they can. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Absolutely. And I've seen that a couple of times when people come through my office, you know, our members that like you said, already have a bachelor's degree, and maybe they didn't use that degree at all. It was something that they got into when they were younger, and now they're looking for to just change their whole civilian career. And so when they hear that we will pay for another essential uh, bachelor's degree, they get really excited about that. So on that vein, then, how important is the state tuition assistance program to your recruits? 
which offers essentially up to $7,000 a year to go to school. Yeah, I would think it's extremely important. Uh, what I hear mostly is I want to go to school and I don't not, I don't know how to pay for it, uh, but I want to uh, serve part time while I do that. And, uh, you know, our young kids, they, they need to be educated and they want educated. Um, but finding a way to do that sometimes can be challenging in a state. It's kind of special, though. I don't know. I, it gives me the feels in a weird way because, <laughs> you know, they, they're, they're patriotic individuals and, and they want to serve. But then they also want that education. So. Absolutely. That's cool. (laughs) And when they come through my office, you know, once they've completed their training, even that's the first question that they're asking from a benefit standpoint is how do I sign up to get my tuition paid for? So in my experience, there seems to be some misconception about the types of programs, though, that are available through state tuition assistance. It's usually, you know, college versus certifications and most people, I think, just think, well, it's only college. I have to go to that four-year school or something like that. Um, do, you, do you see that misconception a lot? Absolutely. A lot of people don't realize that we will pay for, you know, the lower levels of education, looking at a certification, a trade school, and then moving on into the associates, the bachelors, the masters. So when, when our members come through my office, that's always a conversation I make sure I have with them. But in terms of those new recruits, does that often affect their decision to join once you're able to explain it to them? Uh, what I've found is that when young men and women walk through my door, they want to join. Um, if we lay out the foundation of what the benefits are, the education benefits, that just further enhances their decision of wanting to join already. But they already are interested. Um, so, no, I haven't really seen it affect um, because – By the time I talk to them, usually, typically, they've already made up their mind. Not too much of a hard sell then, huh? No. (laughs) Nice and easy. Just a nice perk at that point. A perk. So what what does the role of the various GI Bill programs play in the decision to join? Have you seen any of that? Most of our recruits or, you know, now service members typically know that they're going to get a Montgomery GI Bill. They don't always know that there are different GI Bills. So coming into the Air National Guard, once they've completed their training, and we go through all of this from the time that they join with the recruiter until they've completed their training and actually qualify for that Chapter 1606 Montgomery GI Bill that the Guard gives them, then we have those conversations of, you know, once you've met your qualifying time for that 90 days of active duty outside of your training, then you can qualify for the post-9-11 GI Bill. And then that's something that, you know, if they choose not to use all of it in the future, that can be transferred to their dependents. So once they hear all of that, it's, it's definitely something that they're excited about and want to continue their service to be able to keep that benefit. So I'm going to ask each one of you, you joined the National Guard how many years ago? For me, it's been 15 years ago. That's right. You said that earlier. Yes. Mine was 17 years ago. 17 years ago. Okay. So how has the emphasis on education changed since both of you joined the, the, the National Guard? I know for me, basically, education wasn't pushed very hard whenever I first joined. Um, now, I want to say probably 10 years ago or so is when your Community College of the Air Force degree became a requirement to meet certain ranks. And then... 
you know, that changed to, okay, it was a bachelor's degree, and, and then it changed back to an associate's degree. So over the years, what I have seen is that that education requirement to meet certain ranks has changed, and it kind of flip-flops back and forth depending on, you know, higher leadership of the National Guard as time goes on. But it is definitely part of the retention piece now, correct? Absolutely. So if you want to stay in and you want to rise up through the ranks, then you've got to be thinking about it. Absolutely. So is there anything you wish you could emphasize to individuals that might be sitting on that proverbial fence about joining and utilizing their education benefits? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, take that first step. That's one thing you have to do. I, I, I often hear um, somebody say, I was going to call you a month ago. When you think about it, just pick up the phone and call me. You got to make the first step. Um, we can only reach so many. There's only three or four of us in a small shop and we cover the state of West Virginia. Um, so we can, we can put our content out to our young people. Um, we can let it be known what we offer and the education benefits. Uh, but chances are you can go through your whole, whole, uh, you know, young adult life, uh, 18, 19, 20 to 25 years old and never hear about the air national guard benefits. Um, and that's, very likely that was me. I didn't know about the Air National Guard benefits graduating high school or when I left college. I didn't know. So I went active duty Air Force because I didn't know that we were here and we offered these education benefits and all these careers. Um, so, you know, don't be scared or hesitant because I hear that a lot. Well, I was scared to contact a recruiter. Don't you don't have to be. Um, we take off our uniform at the end of the day and we blend in with the rest of society <laughs> and uh you know, just take some initiative, take the first step, and um, reach out to us. Is there anything you wish someone had told you when you were younger? I know you said you didn't really know about it, but what do you wish somebody had told that younger self? I joined when I was 24 years old, so I was a little older than the average age coming into the military, um, and that was mainly because I didn't know. If I would have known, uh, I would tell myself to do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait for a certain um imaginary checkpoint in your life to come because life always changes and we don't know what's next. So if you're considering it and then if it's something that you want to do at some point in time, the best time to do it is now. The biggest regret that I had and that I hear from people that join later, whether they didn't know or they had reservations about it was that now they have this student debt so if they had joined earlier and been able to take advantage of those um, tuition assistance benefits, they wouldn't have had that student debt. So don't wait. Just pick up that phone, call one of our recruiters, and, and join today so that you can reap the benefits of that benefit sooner. Right. And I get multiple people my age, uh, probably more people my age that say, I wish I would have, than young people saying, I, I want to. Um, I run into people all the time, buddies I grew up with. Um, that are my age or older and say, I wish I would have done that when I was younger. And uh, so I'm trying to prevent the next generation from saying, I wish I would have, and just having them do it the first time. Instead of, I wish I would have, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Master Sergeant Clark and Tech Sergeant Tolliver, thank you so much for being here. For more information on your National Guard education benefits, you can call 304 561 6361. That's 304 561 6361. And if you would like to speak to someone in recruiting with the Air National Guard, please call. That would be Tech Sergeant Tolliver at 304-546-3850. So 
So I had to let you put that in there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Join us next time on WVNG Ed Talks as we will delve into a very serious topic, SAPR. Our upcoming guest will provide frank advice valuable to everyone both in and out of uniform. WVNG Ed Talks. Tune in, turn it up, and join the conversation.